And we are now on episode, what is this, like episode three-ish? Um, you ever look up sex offenders in the area? Me and my friends do this all the time. Not all, okay, first of all, we don't do it all the time. That sounds weird. To be like, imagine if someone's like, yeah, I've done a deep dive on all the sex offenders. They got like a whole list and like a database in their own home. You'd be like, is this person also on the list or done something that we know about? But dude, the amount of sex offenders and they like, they um rank them. Not rank them. Rank them's a tough word. So these aren't NFL power rankings. They categorize them based off what they did and i think it's based off color let me look this up real quick all right i got it you can look up so let me type in my address i'm not gonna say it on the podcast i don't want anyone to come and like stalk me even though if you want to like i've said you can i go to school at madonna um just like if you are gonna stalk me just don't kidnap me and if you're gonna take pictures of me just keep them to yourself that's all i ask um oh no so, I mean, we got some people who are non-compliant. I've never even seen that. So they have a circle of my house. Like, we have, we got, yup, we got some guys. And whenever they're on this list, they all kind of look like perverts. Even though you'd never, like, you probably wouldn't think that unless you saw, like, oh, now they're on a list. But yeah, if you go to, there's not too many. Um, Let's see, like, what did this guy do? Yep. Oh, yeah. This is, like, under 12. Yeah, see, this is where it gets, like, this is where it becomes not fun for a comedy podcast. Is there anyone who's just on here for, like, pissing outside? Because they do have that. That would suck. Imagine, like, you just got to take, like, you're, like, a couple Bud Lights in. You're just at, like, a concert. You go pee and you end up on the list. Because you got too drunk at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Now you're on the same list as a guy who forced a, you know whatever to do something i mean that's not good so i'm just gonna get up real quick to close my window it's uh it's cold as hell in here yeah as i was uh looking outside in the window i saw the house where the this couple who uh, is still together but they always scream it's actually they don't always scream she always screams at him and he rides his bike around looking outside like what do i do help me i always give him a nice wave and like a head nod almost like a sign of i know what you're going through i don't that's the thing it's like people in marriage is like that just leave you obviously don't like each other just go what are you doing some people can't leave some people won't leave some people won't leave because they just want to make their other person's life miserable some people won't leave because they're too comfortable codependent i love the word codependent i learned the word codependent a couple years ago in therapy and i haven't stopped using it since it's like people who use the word complicit people i mean we're all complicit people love to say that i mean amazon's back in the news for making people like pissing cups and jeff bezos makes as much in like a day as like any amazon work will make in their entire lifetime so everyone's freaking the fuck out i mean here's the thing about the amazon thing and we can all pretend that like we want to take a moral high ground and retweet like i stand with amazon workers and i retweet stuff and you see what they do and they got like spies to make sure they don't unionize and you know you take like a 10 second break to catch your breath and someone comes and hits you over the head with like a a two by four or something like that i mean it's really like a tough place to work we always complain or like what they've done to the small businesses and 
how they're just crushing it. And then we all just order stuff off Amazon, order stuff off Amazon Prime, watch as many movies we can get our hands on. I mean, you know, we always talk about, like, oh, you know, it's just a shame, like, you know, the slavery that's going on in other countries. And we all buy iPhones, and they have netting around where they're making it so whoever jumps out can just go back and, and put the case right back on. I mean... That's the thing is like everyone there's so many causes and things that we want to like deal with but we're all just kind of doing our best. I feel like most people are doing their best and some people don't care about anything which is weird. There's some people who think that's like a cool personality trait to just not care about anything like at all and and then there's some people who are too woke where there's a middle ground. There's a middle ground to most things but most people have gone so far on the other side. Like, I think it's weird. And you've seen this. I think everyone's seen it. Where the, like, way woke crowd who's uh, trying to prove, like, how in touch they are. Where it almost becomes too much. Like, I had a really good conversation with uh, the lady cutting my hair this black woman about race and this was actually a very good conversation this was like very early covid so right when things like started opening back up and we talked about that and she said the people who act like being white is like a bad thing or like shit on themselves for being white or go overboard like those people are freaks like those people are weird those people are really weird and and just treating people normal that's the thing is why is it so hard for people to just treat each other normal why is everything got to be like this huge deal you know so you got people like that and then you got people who think reverse racism is like the biggest issue in the country and it's like you're also losing your why does everybody have to take it you can admit that there's stuff going on that that there's systematic things going on but you don't have to also go crazy and act like you're a bad person because you're white. I mean, that's kind of gotten weird. And I don't know. People are just really losing their minds. It's getting kind of scary out there. Speaking of Amazon, I just want to go back. This story is crazy. I'm reading right now where a dude, Philip Lee Terry, got crushed to death by a forklift in 2017. He laid in a pool of blood for two hours before anyone noticed him. And by the way, Amazon was fined 28000 That kind of sucks to know that your life is worth twenty eight grand, and that's, and that's basically it. And then they ended up getting out of it. They also pay like $0 in federal income tax, which is totally ridiculous. That doesn't even make sense to me. But no, like, can you imagine like you're just like dying under a forklift at Amazon? They're too busy having people make sure that there's no unions being formed to find your dead corpse in under two hours. Like, that sucks. I mean, at the place I work, I'm sure if, you know, I dropped dead, they'd just roll my body into the walk-in and worry about the ticket times. You know, the whole place could be on fire. It could be, like, absolute pandemonium. Children screaming, crying, women dying, fire everywhere, the whole place burning down. They'd still be like, watch those ticket times. Make sure we get that drive through number down. I mean, this is a type of corporate America, so... You know, everybody sneak off to the bathroom and go take that extra bathroom break. That was a nice thing with COVID is the bathroom. I remember 
at the old like place that we were, the bathroom, like the stall door didn't close all the way, so people would just like barge in on you. First of all, if the door is closed, there's an etiquette in the in the bathroom. You, first of all, you don't take the urinal next to somebody. That's that goes without saying. But you you look to see you can see their feet. You don't just like start opening stall doors willy nilly like like it's a deal or no deal. You don't just open it as as much as you want. These aren't briefcases. Okay, you have you come up very delicately. You see. Oh, there's somebody in there. And there's an there's this old guy whenever I go to the bathroom, he'll come in and he'll just wait right outside the stall. There's only one stall. He won't wait outside the bathroom, he'll wait that's not etiquette. That's not proper. One time I told him I was like, Hey man, you might wanna go out because 'cause I'm gonna be a while. I don't like the pressure. I can't poop under pressure like that. I need I need to be able to focus. I also wonder too. This is kind of like a, a random thing, but I wonder what they used to do when they didn't have cell phones and they had to drop a deuce. Because I don't even know. Like, would they just have, like, magazines, like Playboys? Like, what were they doing? Anyway, that's just a, that's just a, a question I have. I don't know if anyone, I don't know if anyone else thinks about that. Like, I remember in high school, you get your phone, like, taken from the teacher, and then you go to the bathroom, and it's like, what do I do with myself? And then you just jerk off. Kidding. I was in the locker room, not the bathroom. I was in the showers with everybody, all guys, school. Kidding. I eat like such a toddler. Like I really do. I have a plate of Dino Nugs with barbecue sauce and a Pepsi. Uh, for breakfast, I mean, it's 2 o'clock. I'm already looking forward to my Eggo waffles. I'm probably going to have it like 8. I'm up right now because I can't sleep. Cause I have a lot of shit in my head because childhood trauma. Um, I love like... Just saying that now, like childhood trauma, just like blanket statement. The big, what are you doing, set childhood trauma? Okay, that doesn't make sense. So many people should be in therapy, you know, and the cycle, and the cycle of abuse. I love when people like talk like real, like profound. I just went to therapy actually today. Uh, they do like the acupuncture. She's like a holistic person. She's actually really good. I didn't really feel like talking. I kind of felt bad. Sometimes, though, you just don't have the energy to talk about your... Sometimes it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You know, I'm exhausted. And I was today. And she couldn't get a lot out of me. It was, it was a... Then you spend the money. And that's another thing. It's the therapy money. All the good people are out of pocket because they're not going to send you... Like, the insurance companies aren't going to send you anywhere where someone's not going to inject you with a bunch of pills and, and get you hopped up on stuff. And I'm on medicine. There's nothing wrong with being on medicine. doesn't make you less than... I remember, like, some people talk about medicine. Like, if you're on it, like, you're a step away from being the joker. And it's like, can you relax? Okay, and then some people are on seven medications and now they're addicted to opioids, so that's not good either. You know, I can, I can understand how people, like, I got Vicodin when I went to the hospital for my broken collarbone, and holy shit, that was life-changing. I can 100% understand how someone would just get addicted to that. The pain was gone, I was ready to rock and roll, that virus thing just popped up again, I don't know why. No, but that Vicodin was, whew. I'm a, I'm talking like a drug addict. Like, I'm talking like I'm addicted. Um, which I'm not, because I don't have access to it. Um, or I remember, like, in high school, like, I even admit this, like, I bought Adderall off a kid, and then I 
took it i had some little extra so i took it before church and i was into that mass i was really into the math i remember your palms would just get sweaty to lose your appetite that's basically all that happened to me and then i would just be laser focused and still didn't do that well on my final so that was a waste but um i actually i've never done that again that was like a one-time <clears throat> that was a one-time thing and something that i probably shouldn't even admit on the podcast but i can just take that out if i need to vaccine passports are gonna be a thing is that happening i don't know guys that seems a little intrusive this whole year has been kind of like people talking about things that could happen being labeled conspiracy theories and then those things actually happening so that's scary i don't want a vaccine passport i'm not getting the vaccine right now it's been out for a year so at the same time though i do like do a bunch of other stuff so it's the vaccine it's i look at it both ways the vaccine's not going to kill me but neither is covid the vape is more likely going to take me out at some point or choking on a dino nug or you know just falling in the shower you ever fall in the shower i fell in the shower once and hit my elbow on the thing that you hold the soap i thought i broke my elbow i mean it was painful i was on the ground I don't want to die in the shower. That would suck. You imagine falling in the shower, like cracking your skull open on the on the thing, and then that's where you they find your body, just naked, sprawled out in your own blood. Who takes baths? People take baths. If you want to take a bath to relax, like as a woman, that's fine. Um, but like to take a bath to like clean yourself, like you are sitting in a pool of your own filth. You filthy animal. Just don't take a bath. Don't take a bath. You ever see the people like panhandling on the side of the road? That's always tough because there's like some, there's like a, a couple groups of people like the get a job. That group of people. First of all, a lot of homeless people or people who don't have homes or like do work or try to work. It's just they're not making that much. Second of all, this is what I do. I go. You know, someone should really help them as we drive by. Like, as we're, as we're looking at them, it's like, someone should really take the time out of their day to help that person. And then we just drive by. Everybody does that. But at the same time, like, what are you going to do? You know, I'm strapped for cash. I can't be just giving money away. And I want my food. You know, I got some leftovers. I brought them home for a reason. Not to give them to some person on the side of the road so I could eat them cold the next day. I'm kidding. Not about the eating it cold. I'm actually dead serious about the cold food, like cold B-dubs, is so much better than warm wings. I'm not even lying. I started getting on the traditional. I was a big boneless guy, but I'm starting to get in the traditional game. And let me tell you, I think I might have been wrong. I was very big into the boneless. I was defending the boneless wings for a long time, and they're still good. But I think traditional is way better. I think it's more adult. I think um, there's a time that you got to stop eating boneless, time to grow up. And I think I've reached that point. But uh, traditional's going, like, real well. What do you think the world's going to be like when we have kids? Like, I'm talking about everyone who's like, I'm afraid of that, dude. Like, guys, it's going to be bad. We're going to have kids probably banging when they're in fifth grade, vaping when they're in third. They're going to have drug dogs in kindergarten. It's not going to be good. It's really not going to be good. I mean, it's already tough for these kids, like, the the way the world is. Like, I remember I was watching a football game, and there was a kid who was 
turning like 10 who was talking about Kareem Hunt beating that girl up. And I was like, how did you even know that when you're 10? Like, or here's a big one, like the school shoot. I remember the school shooting thing when I went to school. They never made it out to seem like there was a shooter. They made it seem out to like someone robbed a bank two miles down the road and we all just had to hide in case he like came to the school i mean that's literally how they made it sound right and now you got some kids like doing some really crazy stuff and some of these parents you know need to start paying more attention you know and i don't want my kid to be weird i've talked about it i just don't and with like some of these kids you know where are the parents at during all of this Next thing you know, the kid's on trial because he just shot down the local elementary and the parents are going, what the hell, I never saw this coming. Or they're like, I could have never predicted that he'd go in and do what he did to all the cheerleaders and then you go into his room and, you know, on a page it's these whores need to die and it's a list of names. It's got Isabel, Tiffany, you know, Sarah. And you're like, how did you not know? What are you doing Open your eyes. Stop going to poker night. Pay attention to your son. Okay? Like, a lot of these parents should not be having kids. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. I mean, you see it everywhere you go. You see kids taking control of the parents. Now they're screaming, yelling names. Ugh. Ugh. It's like... Or they just let the kids run rampant where they don't even, like, pay attention to their kids as he's just in Kroger's, just destroying the fruit aisle, grabbing all the cereal boxes, pissing on stuff. It's like, go watch your kid. Why did you have kids? Or parents who are like, I fed you, I clothed you, I, I gave you a... You did the bare minimum. You kept the damn thing alive. Like, congrats. It's like getting a goldfish and saying you put it in water. What does it mean? It means nothing. You did the bare minimum. Step up, parents, boomers. Again, it always comes back to the boomers. They always want to complain about this country and these children being, you're raising these children, so what exactly are you doing wrong? Obviously something. You're obviously doing something very wrong. And you're like, we weren't raised like this, so then raise your children the way that you were raised so this doesn't happen. Okay? And your generation's the the one who screwed the country up. I mean, you're the ones running it. And now we got student debt and, you know, the world's coming and the economy's going to collapse. That's great. Thanks. You know, your legacy's like 9-11, COVID, and the Iraq War. Congrats. That sucks. That's what we're going to remember the boomers for. 9-11, COVID, the Iraq War, and keeping Facebook alive. I mean, I have people in my family who will post several paragraphs about, like, George Soros. And you're like, can you stop? Nobody needs this today, or any day for that matter. But nobody needs to hear what you have to say about gun control or George Soros or immigration. They always tell us, like, be careful what you put on uh, social media. And then they've been on Facebook for the last eight years being indoctrinated by right-wing, like, propaganda and, you know, now they think that uh, Trump was chosen by God and Joe Biden's a clone. That's what happens when you're uh, on Facebook too much or, like, parlor. I will say this, like, I remember the thing in the Capitol where that old lady came in and she had a diaper on and the guy in the Viking helmet and then they got rid of parlor, like, on the App Store because everyone freaked out. First of all, parlor actually 
if you look at the numbers, had like nothing to do with organizing that. I mean, people want to call it like a coup. Can we stop with that too? Like the idea that the most powerful government in the world, you know, the one that does coup in Venice, like real coups in Venezuela and like will just bomb any country that we want, was going to be overthrown by a dude in a Viking helmet. You're out of your mind. But I remember when that happened. But I just think, because then they banned it, and I think that's like a very dangerous like game to just start banning stuff like that. And and people who support it, I don't think, I mean, for example, like the CIA, if you're listening, they've talked about how one of their main objectives is to keep progressives out of politics, like out of Washington. So if you're a progressive, you see yourself as someone who supports free speech and like progressive ideas. Free speech is free speech, and and hate speech is free speech. Parler had nothing to do with that, but I think the whole censorship's getting a little dangerous. I I I, I don't know if that's because at some point, you know, it's gonna be used to censor anyone who criticizes the government. It's not just about people see it as, oh, it's we're going after Trump supporters today. Or whatever you want to think's going on, but when you give the government power to censor you or to take away rights like that, they don't just give it back. I mean, look at 9-11. We had the Patriot Act from 9-11. You don't have any of those rights back. And now we're about to get boned by, you know, this whole domestic terrorism. And like I said, the old lady in a diaper is not a terrorist. Okay. She probably has Alzheimer's, doesn't even know what's going on. She thinks she's going to see her grandkids at a soccer game. She ended up in the Capitol. It's not her fault. Leave her alone. You know, people are going to freak out. They wanted a coup. Okay, yeah, there were some people who thought they were going to do a coup, and those people are going to go to jail, and they're stupid, and, uh, you know, they went to jail for Donald Trump. That sucks for them. Let, you know, let that play out, but don't get, like, too wrapped up in who's what and... That that almost seemed like set up. That was weird. Everyone gets so wrapped. Like I said, with this political, like stop yelling at each other. Stop like my whole family's conservative basically, except for me. All my friends basically, except for me. I mean, am I just gonna what not be friends with family with any? No, I'm not gonna do that. For what Joe Biden? Joe Biden doesn't. I could these families. The Bidens, the Clintons, the Bushes, like, you could literally be dead on the sidewalk, the Obamas, and they would walk over your dead corpse. The Trumps, all of them. They couldn't care less. AOC, Bernie, who, I mean, I'm sure, like, if you died tonight, neither of them would shed a tear. I mean, that's just the facts. Even if you think they care about you or, like, they have ideas that are going to help make your lives better, you got to stop worrying about them and worry about yourself and worry about the fact that your family's falling like everyone's like i can't be friends with someone or i don't know especially this covid year when you really they gave us like what a couple grand for a year proving way way more they passed like a stimulus most of it went to like foreign countries to like teach them how to do ballet and then like to jeff bezos and then we got like 12 bucks and a bag of like pop tarts I mean, that's basically, they don't give a fuck. Me and my coworker talk it, talk about it all the time. They don't give a fuck. Okay? Jeez. They don't care. They literally could not care less. About you, about us, about your family. 
about your loved ones, about your dreams, your aspirations, your goals, what you want for this country, what you want for your children, what you want for your children's children. They don't care. Okay, they just want to send more people to war, help Wall Street, get rich, and uh, go on Jeffrey Epstein's island. That's all they want to do. So I think people need to start getting that into their head. And like I said, I'm starting the don't vote. You know, and people are like, it's it's uh, so bad not to vote because you're nothing's changed, guys. Just pay attention. Open your eyes. The police stuff's getting out of control again. Can we, like, these cops need to relax. I mean, I've seen videos of cops. Now there's protests and they're just, like, beating the shit out of people. Look, being a cop is a tough job. I get it. A dangerous job. Yup. That you chose to do. At the end of the day, like, no one forced you to be a cop. You cannot just take your gun out and shoot someone when you get scared. Or tear gas and beat the hell out of a, a, a person standing there at a protest because you want to play, act like you're in Call of Duty. And for some of these police officers, like, the way, like, we've militarized the police, like, just go. We have actual wars you can fight in and die in if you want to. Just so you know. You can go over to the Middle East. Like, no one stop. You don't need to be acting like you're a soldier. Okay? You're patrolling the street to make sure people, that you reach your quota so you can get enough money for the department so you're pulling people over for going six over. You don't need to be in a full SWAT uniform, all right? Or, like, some of these cops who were, like, just kind of, like, losers in high school, didn't really have any friends. Now they're just going to be cops because they like the pop. Like, we got to get some of those people out of here because these cops need to be knocked down a lot of pegs. A lot. And people are going to hate, you know. Not all cops. I didn't say. That's the thing. It's like you can't even talk about anything without people. Not all cops. No one said that. Or uh, you'll talk about, like, people... Like, to get, like, real, like, if you say black lives matter. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to be serious again. The black lives matter thing, like, when, when, when black people say it, this is at least how I've learned and what I've been told. It's not about discrediting other people or making other people's lives not seem worthy. Like, when you say black lives matter... It's a cry for help. Like, if you were at a funeral and someone's child had just passed away, you would not. And they were, and they went up there and they said, my child was the funniest, sweetest, most caring child, most amazing. You wouldn't go, well, actually, all children are important. All children are special. Like, that's not the point. But people can't even have conversations anymore without freaking the fuck out. That's what I hate. Like, I can talk politics with anybody, people I agree with, people I disagree. Unless you're just, like, totally stupid. You know, like, I do know some people like that who's just, like, there's no point of even talking to you because you've completely left the planet and you don't even, you know, you're not even the same reality I am. But if we can all have a base of a conversation to start at, but, like, nobody can because everyone just wants to scream, yell, and cry. You know, I remember a lady at, at the place I work came in. She was yelling about some stuff and then she started crying about all the people who were going to be evicted and then she started crying and blaming on Trump's tax cuts which was kind of weird the tax cuts were stupid you know trickle down economic doesn't work never will work thanks Reagan fucking us over this is like a I'm like a bit like on the political side of this 
pod, but I don't take it too serious. I mean, you could disagree with me. You could agree with me. I don't really care. I'll still be your friend. I'll still make you laugh. Let's just have fun. Let's just all have fun. Stop yelling at each other about people who don't care about us. Enough political talk. It's not really fun. Like, it can be fun, but then it gets, like, not fun because everyone gets offended. But I remember almost drowning at Lifetime Fitness when I was, like, I was such a bad swimmer. I remember my mom uh, made me join the swim team uh, during the summer. I think I was, like, 12. Or, no, I was young. I was even younger than that. And I was a really weak swimmer. The first day I swallowed so much chlorine water, I went home and just puked all over. I literally projectile vomited all over the floor. It was bad. Then they'd make you do, like, they'd be like, warm up, 45 laps. I'm like, warm up? What the fuck is the actual practice then if this is a warm up? So then I'd just go hide in the bathroom. Another reason I hated the swim team, this is going to sound really weird, but then you go take a dump and... It was just, like, uncomfortable because your ass was all wet and then swamp ass and nobody wanted that. And then the water was cold and I hated it. And then at Lifetime Fitness, I still didn't know what I was doing. I went down the water slide or jumped in the deep end, I can't remember. Almost drowned, had to grab onto some random girl's leg. Wonder what she's doing now, but she saved my life. Hopefully she's still alive, doing well in her life. She literally saved my life. She didn't mean to or want to. She was trying to, like, kick me off and kill me. But, um, yeah, I just, I just remember that, but, um, I was so young. I was so young. That would have sucked. And the lifeguards weren't doing anything. Probably on their phone, not even paying attention. There were so many, like, little kids there. I love when, like, little kids, like, when little kids are mean, it's, like, the funniest thing ever. Like, I remember this one little guy put on his brother's glasses. Me and my sister used to babysit together. Puts on his glasses, goes... To my sister, you're fat. Called me fat. He sat down on the couch, pointed at his brother one time, goes, I hate this kid. I mean, these are what little kids do. It's They're so brutally honest and funny that to me it's just hilarious. And then, and then there's adults who I encounter who still think they're four and still behave like that. And those people are not hilarious. Those people scare me because they're not well-adjusted adults living in the same society I am. They're barbarians who think that they can just come in and, and say whatever they want and, and that they own the joint, and they don't. But that's how they feel because these people are, are, are really loose in their minds. Do you ever think about how you were conceived? Just like what took place that did your parents, like where were, where were they? What were they doing? Was it a one-night stand type situation? Did somebody maybe get pregnant before the wedding? Um, what restaurant did they go to? Who's like, do you ever think about that? And my parents, I don't even know because my parents aren't like bi, or they are biological, obviously, but I'm adopted, so like it's not like crazy perverted, I don't think, because I don't like see them or like live with them. But I just wonder if anyone else has think of that, or or do you ever wonder if your parents are just still smashing or they just chilling now? I don't know, just something to think about if your parents are still married. You know, we got to give, if you have divorced parents, we got to give the married families, you know, the kids at least something uncomfortable to think about if if they're not divorced yet. Yet. It's coming. Your time's coming. I'm just kidding. Double Christmas presents, though. That's pretty dope. Isn't that like, I remember being a kid and thinking double Christmas presents was a good trade-off for this, for where I am now. Yeah, I would take the family and, you know, 
a little less gifts, but it's fine. Um, I think that's probably going to wrap this one up. I mean, we're, what, at 30 minutes about? Like I said, I like to keep these between 30 and 40. I don't want to do, like, an hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. It's it's tough to come up with stuff. I mean, I have to pause sometimes, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed episode three. Um, I still have a vape in my hand and still trying to quit. I'm gonna end every episode with that to see, like, just an update of how the quitting's going. It's gonna be like six years from now and be like, they're gonna be like, yeah, Dan, you have holes in your lungs, and I'm still be podcasting. Be like. And uh, I'm still trying to... Qu- I'm going to have to like, press one of those buttons. We're all going to be fucked. We're all going to be fucked from the vapes. And uh, just something we're all going to have to go through together. And like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed episode three. And um, thank you. <laughs>